So what we're going to do today is we are going to um, get all of our camping gear together. Make sure you bring firewood because we're going to be telling spooky stories in the night. And we're going to go into the woods. And if there is a katana involved, it's because you dishonored your family and you're going to kill yourself. Hercule. Spooky, spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. So make sure to bring the cameras. If there are shadows behind you. I don't know what to tell you what to do because we're in the middle of the woods and no one can help you. <laughs> well, hopefully someone knows first aid or doesn't. Uh, it, I don't point. think it's going to matter if you know first aid, if a bear rips in all three of you at the same time. Are we trying to go after a bear with a katana? Is this the whole point? You know what? That might be viral. Man goes after bear with katana. Who do you think would win? Hmm. Matters on the man. Black bear or brown bear? Okay, okay. The guy let's, say, l- let's say grizzly bear. Versus legit seasoned samurai. Samurai uh, wins. Uh, samurai probably wins because because a bear is gonna you know do its lunging you know bear motion. You think know? about how and then katana right to, katana right but to the think heart. about how accurate you have to be with that. We're talking about, we're talking about samurai yeah. master. He has dedicated his whole life. This man has never had sex. He has been celibate. He has done nothing but dedicate his <laughs> right. his his body, mind, and soul it's to true. this samurai arts. Okay. You want to say that this man can't take gonna, on a damn bear. You're going to say, you're going to say you're going to get attacked by a fucking grizzly bear and you're going to have such nerves of steel, you will be able to be like, watch this shit. Hold my beer. Sing. Yes. Dead. If he's prepared Easy. for it. If you go, hey, we're taking you out to the woods. This is what you're going to do. You're going to fight a fucking bear. I got, <laughs> I know who to ask. Steve Sayo. Steve. <laughs> Kendo master. <laughs> what is Steve up to? Uh, you know, I don't, I have let's, no let's send him, book. let's send him the podcast and see if he wants he to sell a bit. Do you think he's still alive? Oh, I'm sure. Is <laughs> <laughs> No, dude. He probably works <laughs> for the lizard government. His parents spent so much money to train him to be a samurai and it, it, all it took was middle school and weed to drop in his pocket and he was <laughs> done. Did you ever, did you ever <laughs> he go He was to... baked. He was put in the oven. He was baked and he was done. <laughs> well done. Did you ever go to his kendo classes at, his, at that at that dojo? No, but dude, it was fucking I went wild. One time. I, I would go over to his house and like he and his brother would spar and they would like hit each other with wooden sticks. Yeah, they would get angry with each yeah. other. It was he broke a stick on his. He brother. took me. He took me to that that place and I'm like the only white boy and watching them beat the shit out of them each other and they were so intimidating. It was terrifying. Oh God, I'm surprised you didn't do it. No, I never did that. We no, he just showed me porn for the first time. Actually, it was his new brother. grounds. It was new yeah, grounds. New grounds. Oh god, oh, new grounds. In the adult section. <laughs> or, started in early age, baby. <laughs> and now we know where the horror started. You know where it all started. That's baby. his Netflix special. That'll be the how it starts. Man, watch New Grounds at four years old. The buyer of Chase Cozo and his sex edition. <laughs> Written by Chase Cozo, directed by Chase Cozo. Played starring with- Chase Cozo. <laughs> Edited by Chase Cozo. <laughs> Reviews zero. Views zero. 
This is no, a Chase Cozo production. <laughs> that'd be two. There'd at least be like five. I think I think there's at least five people that actually care about me. I'd watch. I'd yeah, watch that's it. what I'm saying. I'd watch. I, I've got three people in here. That's three. Yeah. And then Becca. Yeah. And then Mom there and has to be one more. What, there's got to be one more Mom and person Dad. that's like, no, my parents wouldn't watch that documentary. <laughs> Honestly, they would probably they see that. Know about it? They would see the title and just instantly Shame. be disgraced. Shame. Yes. You have brought death to our family. <laughs> you have brought dishonor. We now must suicide. <laughs> I, I would be. I would have to walk out with the shame bell. <laughs> on your shame. Neck. Ding. Shame. We're gonna put shame. the chastity belt on you, like in the <laughs> scary movie one. I have power tools for that motherfucker. (laughs) Welcome back, purgators, to Stuck in This Purgatory. My name is Chase. The other two co-hosts stuck in purgatory with me today are Hunter. That's blood! And Adrian. Hello. Damn it. We need to quit commenting on this. The last like five episodes, we've been like, wow, he's sticking with it. We're repeating it. Hello. 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 So, I mean, seriously, do we want to go camping? I'm down to go camping. Love to go camping once in our life. Yes. Are we going to go drunk boating? Yes. I think we should go, go back drunk to driving. Yes, Queen. Uh, we should go like Pueblo or Carter or somewhere good fishing, but also fun to be on the water. We we need to go somewhere where when you do leave the water at sunset, you don't have to wait an hour and a half to get out the goddamn water. You're right. Bunch of rookies. And then, and then because of this stupid ass bullshit muscle crap that's going yeah. on in our waters. Have to get red flagged because our boat was in that lake. Right. Where should we go? We should we should go. Camping. I think we should go to the Black Forest. Ooh, that's what's in Colorado. Forest. Why do you say the Black Forest? I'm just putting a little hint. Foreshadowing. 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 He's do, he's doing foreshadowing because of his giant forehead. What? What? You're, you're, you're not have a giant forehead. <laughs> you're the one that hides your forehead. <laughs> we haven't talked about his uh, dysmorphia in a long time, so I'm just right. building. <gasps> building. He's got a massive forehead. Massive. He's got he's got one arm is significantly longer than the other. He's got a he's got a gimp leg, thunder thighs. I mean, just imagine. Like, and the hair. Drumstick. Don't forget the hair. Well, I mean, if you guys don't believe us on uh, Adrian's dysmorphia, then you should really check out our TikToks because you get to see the true KFA. And all of his fantastic features. No, that's just a clone. We... <laughs> oh, shit. Lizards. Dude, no, I'm telling you, robot life is coming. Did, oh, I, did I already mention the fucking robot at uh, yes. Chili's? Rita? Dude. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Seriously, guys, you need to be careful about AI and robots. This is the beginning, and it will be over for us. I, robot, where, where's Will Smith? You understand that people are already talking about cryogenic Chambers, right? Yeah, freezing themselves. Yeah, they are actually skipping the transference of your conscience and just going straight to cryogenics to hope that one day someone does figure it out. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, they've been doing that for years, like since like the 80s or whatever, they've been freezing people. Ted Williams. Who's Ted Williams? <sighs> I don't even know who that is. Either. Is Ted Please explain Ted Williams. Um, we're, we're skipping it. Why? Too long. No, I want to hear it. <laughs> he's, he's a famous baseball player and he, <laughs> he got frozen. Successfully? <sighs> Yes. Yeah, no, he's way. still frozen. Yeah, that's he's bullshit. Still frozen. A bunch of people do it all the time. It's like this man. But is he still decay. alive? No, he's not still alive. So he's frozen. Yeah, but but, there, but he's dead. Yeah. So basically, in like a hundred years, society's gonna unthaw him and be like, "Holy shit, this guy's got a massive horse cock." <laughs> Holy shit! Look at this fucking Neanderthal from the early two thousands. No, early nineteen hundreds. Seriously? Oh, shit. Yes. No way. Oh yes. shit! How do you know this? It's it's a huge fact. There's a lot of people who are are. Hold frozen. on, hold on. 
Aww. There's this fact. We brought it back. It's been a while. It's been buried in some fucking Seriously, luggage. top search. Ted Williams. Frozen. <laughs> okay, who's going to fuck... Uh, I had no clue who this man was, and I'm not just going to go on the internet and start he's typing one, random names. He's one of the best p- baseball players to ever live. And one <laughs> day, baseball. one Baseball's day he will play again. Garbage. I don't understand how baseball is America's sport when really it's football. So, Ted True. Williams was decapitated by surgeons at the crying. Cryonics company? Cryogenics. No, cryonics. Cryonics? Ooh, new word. Cryonics company, where his body is suspended in liquid nitrogen, and several samples of his DNA are missing. Huh. This is like fucking Futurama. They just put their heads in glass jars. (laughs) Nixon. Fucking Ronald Reagan's still president. Oh, he died in 2002. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I reverse my fucking backjack? Wow. I didn't know that. Zip. You're this done. Man, this man lived 100 years. He was born in 19. You know what? Fuck this soundboard. No more. Adrian's out. <laughs> Adrian's done. Boys, talk, what are we talking about today? Talking about We're not out. talking about baseball. Talking about going out. We're seriously going to the forest today on this one. Join us as we join into the forest together in hands as we run naked and worship Satan. Yeah. 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 From the shadows that lurk from the wilderness to chupacabras, Bigfoot, and the undiscovered bodies that have been murdered and thrown away so humanity could never see them again. Forests open the human's mind to the unknown, which makes them one of the spookiest places at night. Are they haunted, or is the mind playing tricks on us? In folklore, forests are said to be an otherworldly place, known for being a halfway point into another dimension. It is said during Halloween, spirits, elementals, and fairies come out to roam these areas. Dun, 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 dun. That reminds me of Sheriff's Reservoir, dude. You know, remember how creeped out we were about that shit? That was just eerily. It was the darkest place I've ever been. When you're in the middle of the woods and it's pitch black, and all you have is yourself and your buddies, or even just yourself, I don't know how people do it. We got really creeped out a couple times. I remember I just like shined that crazy spotlight because I oh, swear yeah. to fuck I heard something that was not right. Yeah. No, I, I, my mom actually got a, a Christmas gift once, and it's like a little placard. Yeah. It's got a, a picture of a bear in like a little tent, and it says, "Remember." Campers are just soft tacos for bears. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is one hundred percent true. That's why it's crazy. Where you camped, like Colin and, and us and me and Dom and them, we were close, but you guys were far off. Oh, so Beck you were been fucked. you were fucking oh, first yeah. snack, first soft taco on the list. I would have samurai whistle pip that <laughs> whistle pip baby samurai whistle, samurai pip. whistle pip that fucking forty five out <laughs> right his fucking skull. Well, no matter what, I think forests scare everyone at night. I mean, from not knowing what's around you to anything else. And just adding the paranormal side to things makes it just a bit creepier. You scare me at night. So, on today's episode, we are going to go into a uh, list of forests that are haunted, or supposedly haunted. And some stories associated with them. So, let's start off with the Deering Woods. The Deering Woods, known as the Screaming Woods, is located in Pluckley, England. God damn it. It's always the fucking England You know what? Theater. I have something to say. He's Adrian started this on purpose. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you, Oscar. Yeah. It really truly is foggy old London and your shambles of a house. I like the we house that you said. The house you said it couldn't have been more British. It was foggy. You <laughs> said a foggy, foggy picture. What the fuck, Oscar? You did this on purpose. You're trolling us. You don't live in that house. Yeah, why are you fucking with us? You found that shit on Google. You know what? Put <laughs> you this just, shit in Google Images. I guarantee it'll pop up. You just Googled up. brittle, foggy London house. <laughs> and that's what he found. <laughs> Fuck it, Oscar. Oh, Love you, buddy. So these woodlands are located near the most haunted village in England, 
It is known through British folklore to be the most haunted forest in Britain. <laughs> what the fuck is British folklore? <laughs> haunted tea and crumpets. Uh, you did you call us that, that, Oscar, so you we're calling cut, back. <laughs> you can cut that out, but fuck, man. What is British folklore? I gotta know. I gotta know. Hit me up, Oscar. Now you may be wondering how they got their nickname, Screaming Woods. While it's quite self-explanatory, but the legend remains that they were given the name due to the villagers reporting hearing extreme and terrifying screams during the nights and during the days of fog. People can hear footsteps and whispers. That's pretty freaky. That's creepy. I fog mean, during in the day. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just Especially have... when fog is out. I, I mean, many of these cases that we're going to find about these haunted forests is a lot of times people don't know what they're actually seeing. So is it the mind opening a second sense or the sixth sense, or is it actually something there that just loves fucking with you? Yeah, the fog is definitely terrifying. I mean, I haven't. I actually experienced fog up at up the new house. Like, what was it? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh I couldn't see fucking yeah. sometimes, ten feet in front of me. My sometimes car. up here, there's this weird th- fog blanket that comes out, and it is it's you dense. will get in a wreck. You will get in a wreck if you're going too fast. It's yeah. terrifying. Oh yeah, it's like so. It's a weird phenomenon. It's only in the pocket up north here. Yeah, yeah. it's Riverdale Road. Ooh, imagine when, doing Riverdale. Oh, you would be dead. You'd be the Camaro yeah. man. Yeah, the forest is said to be haunted by the ghosts of the people who get lost in them. In particular, the locals mentioned a suicidal army colonel of the 18th century and a highwayman who was captured by the villagers, pinned to a tree, and beheaded. Many from the nearby villages swear to have seen black shadows following them while they travel across the forest. The woods is also famous for for presenting one of the oldest Neolithic sites in the world. The stories of the Deering Woods will make people understand why these woods are considered the most haunted forest in Britain. The woodland has been the center of attention for this phenomena for many years. On the morning of November 1st, 1948, thank you, Adrian, 20 people from the... Fuck you. Fuck you, man. 20 people from the Maltman's area were found dead, 11 of whom were children. The bodies were forming a massive pile of human flesh, and they didn't present any wounds. Many reported seeing strange lights coming from the forest on the night of Halloween. When the massacre took place, the autopsies couldn't determine the cause of death, and after a few weeks, the local authorities quickly ended the investigation, stating that the cause was carbon monoxide poisoning. Outside? Interesting. That's very interesting. Everything about this is very interesting. Sus as fuck. This behavior raised questions about a possible involvement of the police in the matter at the time. Bro, we need to talk about this. This is a good one, Adrian. Talking about fog, lights, no entry points of wounds. Aliens. And I was just going to say, aliens. fucking UFOs, man. I believe, the older I get, the more I believe in aliens. Yes. In 1964, private investigator Robert Collins, oh, so close. Robert. The Robin Collins. Colin Robinson Colin Robinson conducted in-depth witness interviews designed to uncover hints about the alleged activity of the unknown religious cult in the village of Smarden his research stopped after he died in a tragic car accident the following year of course the Deering Woods was home for another mystery when in October 1998 on the same night of 55 years before Four college students who were visiting the forest went missing after people from Pluckley reported seeing figures of light similar to spiderwebs in the sky. Their bodies were never found, and after three weeks, the police investigation stopped. Unbelievable. 
It has been suggested that the most prevalent spirits within the forest are those of an 18th century colonel who killed himself in the shrub, as well as a highwayman who was captured by the local villagers during the 18th century. It's said that in one area of the forest, the old colonel is seen marching around the forest. He has also been seen hanging from a tree or even marching behind people. I don't think this is haunted. I don't think it's paranormal. I think it's UFOs. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Here's the thing. I've listened to other podcasts and I've heard other stories. There is a lot of UFO sightings and issues in England. Why? The fog? <laughs> They're so brittle. It's so brittle. Yeah. They're easy no. to con- no guns. Easy yeah. to conquer. Right. No guns. <laughs> the aliens, if they were smart, they'd never invade U.S. Never. Uh, if you're an alien and you have alien technology, I don't think it matters right. who the fuck you are. We're right. going to get devastated. Go straight to Canada and work your way down. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, you're going to go to Canada and just turn all nice and sweet. Yeah. Just say sorry all the time. Oh, so sorry. We're sorry. We're taking this over. Ah, uh, you <laughs> betcha. What do you guys think? I just told you what I thought. Did you like it? Did you like it? Yes, I do like it. Yeah, good job. How creepy is it? It reminds me a lot. Sorry, I interrupted you. It reminds me a lot of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, don't you worry. I got plenty of Skinwalker Ranch stuff for you guys. That better be a whole episode. I don't want just a brief paragraph. No, no. uh, These forests that give you vibes. Okay, give you vibes. If you're a believer in Skinwalker Ranch, you're a believer in these forests. Okay. Okay. So let's go on to talk about the Pokemon. Pokemoke. 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 It's the Pokemoke State Forest. Somewhere down, I'm guessing, in South Carolina. Yeah. Are people coming? Go. Are they colonials? Are they coming to live on this land and die mysteriously? I don't know. So we're going to talk about the Pokemoke State Forest. The Pokemoke. <laughs> is it Moak? It's Moak. Pokemoke. <laughs> it's as weird as it sounds. It's Pokemoke. Pokemoke. Looks. I mean. So we're going to talk about the Pokemoke State Forest. It is supposedly home to a haunted church, spirits with tragic origins, and various unexplained phenomenon. Pokemoke Forest has everything eerie a person needs when it comes to hauntings and paranormal experiences. From a very dark black river that flows through it, to the ancient cypress trees that roam on both sides of the river. Then the history that lies within this forest, the first settlement located next to the haunted forest was in the early 17th century. Did I call it or what? What'd you call? I guarantee this is in fucking North or South Carolina. Oh yeah, 17th century America? Yeah. You will be introduced to the former slaves that roamed the forest, to old school moonshiners. Do not forget about the elementals. Oh, the, the fairies and the sprites and the, the dark elves. Now let's hear about the urban legends that haunt Pokemoke State Forest. But we're going to begin first with the boyfriend, Chase's boyfriend. Hey. <laughs> hi, girl. Hi. Yeah. Seriously, that's like not my boyfriend. (laughs) We're going to talk about the haunted boyfriend. As the story goes, a boy and a girl were in a car. They ran out of gas. Typical. They heard something. The boy got out to look for a phone, and he told her not to turn around or get out of the car and to lock all doors. 
He was gone for a long time, and she kept hearing noises on the roof of the car. Okay, that that <laughs> first of all, that's the first thing. If you hear something on the roof, there's something wrong. Giant just spiders. Just a bird pissing on the roof. Red flag. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. She just lay on the seat. She fell asleep and finally woke up. It was morning. She remembered what had happened, so she sat up and slowly looked out the front windshield. Then she turned slowly toward the back window and she saw her boyfriend's head sitting on the trunk. She screamed and got out. The sounds she heard that night were the fingernails of her boyfriend scraping the top of the car where someone had hung his feet first in a tree. The story is told as the honest truth explains what can happen when someone runs out of gas in the Pocomoke forest. That's terrifying. Hmm. That is terrifying. It's awfully Hollywood, though, to put the head on the trunk, though. Uh, I feel like if you truly were by yourself in the middle of a forest with no escape and you heard scratching and banging on the roof of your car, you'd be a little too terrified to fall asleep that night. Yeah, she's unless unless you're doing drugs. But she seemed sober as a goat. Uh, even drugs, dude. I think if you were on drugs, that would amplify the effect. It's just nice and refreshing for once in a horror show or movie or whatever that she actually listened to the instructions. You know when when the, when the girl or guy says, like, do this, and they're like, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to be heroic, and they die. <laughs> it's just nice that they, she stood in the car. The, the best part is like when they're like, Let's not run here. Let's run to the garage where there's a bunch of murdering items right there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to this shed where there's lots of saws and chains and shit. Let's run yeah. into the haunted basement that we know the spirit lives in. Do you see the wood mill that literally cuts wood? <laughs> Let's go there. Let's split up. Let's literally. split up. If you guys think that was made for Hollywood, just wait until these next stories. Oh, God. We're going to talk about the hook, man. Oh, I see. We have the candy man. Did you guys see that fucking movie? Put it on your list. Uh, yeah, put that on your list. I do actually want to watch it. It was that. twisted. And we it's got a weird it ending. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, shit, son. Movie to night tomorrow? Yeah. I'm down. Movie night? Wait, oh, Adrian's you know lazy. what you should do? We should do that at night. Lazy. He's lonely. What? I said Adrian's lonely. <laughs> he is very lonely. Uh, we movie should movie. do that fucking like Hulu and share thing. Oh, where we all watch as we watch together? Like, yeah, in, in our own homes. That's kind of interesting. I'm down. That'd be fun. I'm Back down. to watch, watch movies, so sure. I love movies. The Hook Man. A young man and a young lady. Dang, there there must be a lot of relationships that go into the Pocomoke forest. If your girlfriend ever asks you to go there, just say no. <laughs> Hard no. Hard and, then, and then if you say yes, then rule one kicks in. <laughs> 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 then rule two comes into effect. Uh, you know, I think if you cut your dick off, you won't have a young lady friend. So yeah, Exactly. See, rules. You got to follow them. Guys, I was thinking about this. What if you don't have a dick? What is the substitute for rule one? Grab a titty. Chop, chop it, it off, off. Throw it. Yeah, everyone loves titties, though. Feel, no one like wants to die. see a lopped off titty. No one really uh-huh. wants to see a laptop dick either, but it's it's more soothing than seeing a laptop titty. Yeah, because like you don't want to see the dick on him or off of him. It's more fun to play with the laptop dick than a laptop titty. <laughs> Women just have more power than everyone. Wow, <laughs> Women power. Cut. <laughs> he doesn't want to help the movement at all. <laughs> a young man and a young lady were parking in the confines of the Pocomoke Forest. The radio was playing, and all of a sudden, a special bulletin came on. It seems that an inmate at the Cambridge State Hospital had escaped. He was last seen heading for the Pocomoke Forest from the Salisbury area. 
He could be recognized as being about 6 feet tall, weighing around 165 pounds, having jet black hair and a beard that was also black. Sounds like Charles Manson. Just wait. His right hand had been cut off, and in its place was a hook. His problem was that he killed people who disturbed the Pocomoke Forest. In about a half an hour, the young lady broke away from the young man's embrace, scared to death. She insisted that he take her home right away, because she had heard a noise. When the young man and the young lady got out of the car, she heard a clanging noise. They looked in the gutter beside the car, and there lay a hook. To this day, the crazy man with a hook for a hand has been seen many times, but he has never been caught. This is a story that is well known and believed by many people. I have a theory. There was really no haunting. This man escaped. This man was real. He actually escaped this, this place, and he did have a hook for his hand, but he struggled to survive in the forest because he couldn't light fires with one hand. All he had was a hook. So... Naturally, he died in the forest. End of story. Nothing happened. But what if the hook was made of flint? <laughs> okay. Okay, MacGyver. <laughs> okay, Mr. Bear Girls. Okay. This man This man planned ahead before I escaped this prison. I'm going to fucking make a flint hook. Real hot. What if, what if the noises were just like, he's just trying to find someone to hang out and like... <laughs> He's no. like, guys, don't leave. I just needed company. He got He's mauled like, no by a bear. No one will talk to me. My <laughs> aunt. <laughs> he got mauled by a bear. He's like, please help. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> like clank, butters. Clank. <laughs> like butters when he gets fucking star in his eyes. We just gotta go to a vet. <laughs> <laughs> Next will be the story of the fireball. <laughs> what a what a title. Here we go. A guy from Westover was driving his car through the Pocomoke Forest to Snow Hill. He looked ahead and saw a very bright object. The closer he got, the brighter the object became. Until finally, it was directly in front of him, about 30 or 35 yards. He couldn't tell whether it was yellow or green. Since the object was blocking the road, he could get only 25 yards in front of it. Suddenly, his car caught off, and he came to an abrupt stop directly in front of the object. Too frightened to do anything, he sat in the car and watched it. It looked like a big yellow box. After 15 minutes passed, the object slowly drifted off into the woods. The man's car automatically started and finished its trip driving down the road. Now let's talk about the second version. Okay, I was like, I have no comment. The second version is in about 1921. Paul Walker was holding a revival back in the Pocomoke Forest, out past the West Post Office at Pine Ridge. Several of the local women had been converted, and some of their husbands were unhappy about it. They got together to take guns and beat up the evangelist and burn the church down. When they got to the church, the leader of the group got up to the front door. It was open, but he couldn't get in. He was paralyzed. As the others tried to get in, a ball of fire descended on the roof. It split in two and went down the sides of the church, scaring them away. This is what the man has said. Molotov cocktail. Split in two. Midnight mass. Midnight mass. It sounds a lot like midnight mass. You have a whole fucking it's church mysterious. here. Yeah. And you've got this big ball of lights that was the fucking demon vampire guy that kept them alive. 
When Interesting. In, when in there's doubt, two two stories of it. Two yeah. people have went on record about a goddamn ball on fire. It's just so off the wall. It's just hard to. I mean, we're so used to paranormal shit, and here's this big ball of fire. I just, I'm, I'm just at a loss. So, but if they saw this ball of fire, and especially if one goes down a church, was oh, I guess the church did burn down. Did it burn down all the way? Well, no, it didn't. Burn mm. the church down. They tried to burn the church down. So, uh, is there a story about how the church is actually burned? Or did they just see this ball of fire go down a church and then like it mysteriously healed itself? I I have no fucking clue. Sorry, man. Huh. Yeah, right? Well, Hunter, how about you tell us Ooh. about the next forest? This one's a, actually a favorite. I kind of know a little bit about this one. The Island of the Dolls. What is wrong with people and their obsession with dolls? Truly, what is wrong with our obsession with dolls? Why does my grandma have all those dolls in her basement? It is terrifying. So what's wrong with your grandma? What's wrong with your grandma? Uh, my grandma doesn't have dolls. Adrian, what's wrong with your grandma? Uh, she has this creepy doll. That, <laughs> no, I swear to God. I, I think I've talked about it before. I think you did. But let's hear but it again. She has this doll from her her mother, so my great-grandmother, that she keeps around. And her great, or so my great-grandmother uh, named it. I can't remember what the name is. But it is literally the creepiest baby doll ever. And it has these eyes. I swear they follow you. They probably don't, just because I hate dolls. But it just sits in the corner and sometimes its voice will work, sometimes it won't, and I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Agreed. I don't blame you, dude. Agreed. Yeah. Just like the Robert the Doll stuff, we're sorry. Truly. We're sorry. I swear, and I do swear this, guys, we will talk about these haunted dolls for the next three years. Guess what, people? Don't buy dolls. Don't treat them like they are an actual person, and don't hang them from trees. Wait, that's exactly what this whole island is infested with. Did did I ever tell you about that time Zach and I went fucking four wheeling and there there was a leprechaun teddy bear? Yeah, just on the on the tree. Yeah, duct taped to a fucking yeah. tree. Yeah, pretty weird. Up and like you had to physically walk up a trail in the middle of of the woods and there was a fucking leprechaun teddy bear duct taped to a tree. So there was a hike that I took Dominique on. You know so you know where um with Highway ninety three where Golden Gate Canyon is? Yeah. And there's that you can probably see people like hiking it, but there's actually like a rock climbing thing. If you go where they do the hang gliding, you know, yeah. little parking lot. If you go on that parking lot and you walk up that hike, there is actually a little, like, the Island of Dolls spot where they have all these ribbons and weird things hanging from trees as you have to, like, maneuver through them, like, tight spaces to get to the other side of the, the bridge, basically. And I'm not going to lie, at night, because we did the hike at night, it was terrifying. Even though it's all supposed to be, like, whimsical and magical, it's not fucking whimsical and magical in the middle of the night. It's fucking dolls hanging it's from trees. fucking dolls and ribbons and, and weird graffiti. <laughs> Welcome to the Island of the Dolls. And no, Chase, not your kind of dolls. Fuck. The story of this haunting island, or maybe just creepy island, comes directly from one man, Don Julian Santana Barrera. He was a native of the town called... Oh, fuck. Soc... Emilico. Soc Emilico, which is a borough of Mexico City. It is said that Don Julian left his wife and family sometime in the mid-20th century to sequester himself on an island on the Tusulio Lake. His reasons for doing so are hazy at best, but it soon be became clear that Santa Barrera was not necessarily of sound mind. Not long after relocating, he made a chilling discovery on the shores of his island— the body of a young girl drowned in the lake. A doll came floating down the canals shortly afterward, changing the course of Santa Barrera's life and the shape of the island for years to come. 
Already, already hate this story. I hate dolls. Alone on the island, Barrera took the doll and hung it from a tree in order to appease the spirit of the deceased girl. He began to hear footsteps and voices at night, so he determined that one doll was not enough to appease the spirit. For the next 50 years, Santana Barrera would scrounge dolls from the trash and from the canals and hang them from the island's mini trees. Some he'd hang whole, others in various states of disrepair, headless, torsoless, or even taken apart in other ways. The craziest part of the story is the fact of the deceased little girl. No one other than Don Julian could verify that they were ever a deceased girl. Since his mentality came into question, many people believe he either made it up or it was a spirit trying to make Don Julian do what they wanted, hang dolls by their heads. Now, let's get into the creepy facts of the island if it doesn't have you on the edge of your seat yet. Pause. Insane. Because it's the pictures of this island are actually fucking twisted. Uh, the crazy thing, I mean, we will find out here soon, but fucking people go there now and hang dolls. I guess they think. kept it. Believe- it's a thing. Yeah, they kept the the tradition alive. Like that, there's actually a, a spirit that is pissed off and is only appeased by these dolls. So uh, I was just gonna ask, like, why? It's to ward off her spirit, right? Well, or- yeah. Well, we we'll, we we'll get into it right now, but. Okay. Uh, what the whole story is is so he found this little girl. This little girl was found drowned in the lake. He believed that a doll then came through the lake. He picked up the doll and he hung it because he was hearing footsteps and loud bangs on his house at night. And he thought this was the spirit of the girl. So he then put the doll up to appease the spirit of the girl. This will go deeper into one of the uh, tales that we're going to tell on a later episode that people know very well. But there's many cases that we're going to find out when Hunter reads this next part on why he did this and why people still do this. Could you imagine just hearing the little pitter-patter of a fucking doll with like a knife in his hand, like a little Chucky running around, just like... <laughs> no no noise, no laughing, just... <laughs> it was like a cat where it's like... Fuck. It's, it's Luna bang, running bang, bang. around. I hate it. Oh, my God. I hate the idea of these dolls. <laughs> Chills. Yep, Luna's trying to get on your face and just maul it. Stop fucking Luna. It's Swiss. <laughs> Luna's a little ninja. Swiss runs around like she's a goddamn fucking human. Douche, 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 douche. Douche, 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 douche. I'm like, shut the fuck up, cat. <laughs> I sleep here. Would you guys actually go to Doll Island? Fuck no. Would you, Adrian? I'm down because I don't think it's haunted. Yeah, I'd do it. But it's creepy regardless. Because they're not like nice looking dolls. They're like no, deformed. He, just like you you had read. Weathered. He he picked them out of trash yeah. and like stuff. It's fucked up. All right. The death. Trash can babies. <laughs> Family guy. Stamp cell research. The death of a doll collector. In 2001, Don Julian Santana Barrera passed away. His body was discovered. You guessed it drowned in the canal in the exact place he always said he had seen the little girl. Is this fucking for real? Yes, this is straight facts. I'm giving you straight facts right here. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, baby. In response, tourists began flocking to the island to pay tribute. Go figure. Oh my god. There's a story. Someone fulfills that story and all of a sudden it's a goddamn tourist location. It's a goddamn prophecy. They brought dolls of their own, and to this day, people honor both Santana Barrera and the girl, whether she was real or not, by hanging up dolls in tribute. It is said that the folklore of 
La Llorona can be traced back to this very island. If you haven't heard of the story, it is said that the spirit of a mother can be heard weeping and crying at night looking for her lost children. But in fact, she drowned her children in the water, and she is now paying for the debts to this day. The young girl that Don Julian found was in fact one of the daughters of La Llorona. And the dolls were the only thing that kept her from haunting his island. And then they murdered him. Dun, dun, dun. Case in point. Fuck around with the so, dolls, get killed. So I'd give you guys a little bit more background while I was reading up on this. So Don Julian, when he got to the island, he found the girl that had drowned and passed away. He then was there for about two weeks later after the girl was found. Can anyone say there was actually a girl there? No. They're just word, word of mouth at the moment and forever. Well, he said for those next two weeks after finding the girl, these uh, these spirits would come around and he would hear banging on his house. He'd hear footsteps throughout the woods. And next thing he knows, there's a doll that washes ashore. He said that the doll looked a lot like the girl that he had seen. He then hangs the doll. It goes away for about two, three weeks, four weeks, and then it starts happening again. He puts another doll up, goes away, puts another doll up, puts another doll up. Next thing you know, there's hundreds and thousands of dolls hanging from these trees. What What's interesting to me about this is that, let's just say this is all real. There is a little girl that is haunting these forests, and the dolls are appeasing her. Well, if she drowned... That's a form of asphyxiation. Why would the entity or spirit want the dolls to be hanging? Dude, these are evil motherfuckers we're talking about. But why would that appease them? Huh? Because that's how they died. That's paying tribute to how they died. Well, okay. I can live with that answer. What do you think, Hunter? I, I, okay, this island, I don't know if it's haunted, but it's fucking creepy. That's why I put it in the notes. It's fucking creepy. Re- regardless, the fact that the dude died in the canal is just, is it's cash money records. Weird coincidence, right? Weird coincidence. The girl and they found ma- him there. Yeah. The canal like pushes water and sure. everything. Well, it's a canal. Yeah. Exactly. The girl. And they found him in the same fucking spot. The girl, not so much. But this this shit, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. You you believe in something so much, your yeah. wish will come true. Yeah, sure. and you might fulfill a, a prophecy that you make up in your mind. Very well. Either way, this dude was messed up in the head. Could it have been spirits? Possibly. Could it have been just his mind playing tricks on him? Possibly. I will say, if the girl's story isn't true, I believe that he put so much of his energy into the island, he could now be haunting it. I agree with that. And I, I will stand by that. So we're going to move on to the Witchwood Forest. The Witchwood Forest is home to... Why do I keep getting English ones? <laughs> I, I, I set it up perfectly. We're going to move on to the Witchwood Forest. The Witchwood Forest is home to one of England's most haunted forests. It is located in Oxfordshire, England. Probably Oxfordshire. Yeah, it is Shear. Shear. Oh, Shear. It is located in Oxfordshire, England. It has a long history with monuments that date all the way back to the Neolithic period. Now you know. <laughs> the more you know with KFA. You missed the giant eye roll that I just gave KFA. <laughs> they named the forest Witchwood due to the meaning coming from the Anglo-Saxon tribe that were located near the forest called the Hwick. 
England's Witchwood Forest abounds in haunted tales of visitors who feel hands reaching out to touch their shoulders or hear the thunder of invisible horses. It's enough to make your spine tingle at the slightest rustle in the leaves. But for every traveler who shies away, there's another intrigued by that kind of mystery and the thrill that comes with going deep into the haunted woods. Local lore has it that there's a mysterious 40-foot ring within the woods where the devil stomps and circles. I've heard of so, this So before. wait, 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 wait. Let me throw my KFA fact out real quick. You, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses. So there is Literally. a there oh. is a forest that is deemed the devil's stomping ground. It is not found in Oxfordshire, England, but this is their place with the devil's stomping ground. We will get to that place here soon. Are we getting to naked witches in the woods? Probably. Yes. I sent you that TikTok, right? That was that TikTok of that that lady taking a picture of that tree that's all fucked up and shit. The devil's stomping ground. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, continue, sorry. With the devil stomping in the forest, there are plenty of other paranormal incidents. The first is the tales that people hear in the forest. It is in folklore that people can hear thundering noises of hooves stomping on the ground. People believe these are invisible horses roaming the forest, or even worse, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Fun fact, Hunter, do you know all four of those? Let's go. Death, famine... War and pestilence. Damn, I knew he'd know that because I actually want that too. His little rink. He loves that shit. Yeah, give me, give me, give me a jingle and give me a tune. (sighs) After the terrifying sounds of the invisible horses, people begin to see ghostly figures of children. The weirdest part of the children is the fact that people hear loud cries from the kids. Then they look over their shoulders and see them in a carriage which they believe explains the sounds of hooves dragging the carriages. That's terrifying. Just a bunch of kids in a carriage screaming. (laughs) Beck and I I were just talking about this. There's this cheesy-ass movie on like Hulu or Netflix or some shit. We were just like trying to find a movie to watch. And it was like uh, Zombieland, but with kids at a daycare camp. Horrible movie. It had so much promise on the trailer. So much promise. But we had to watch the whole thing because it was just like, you have to get that closure. Seriously? Yeah, I gotta get the closure. And then at the end of it, we're like, wow. We you gotta just... watch the haunted uh, movie Tire. <laughs> yeah, the <Wah>! Tire. <laughs> it's about a tire that is possessed. Yeah, that it, it becomes Roams around the countryside and fucks people's cars No, up. literally. Just runs people over and shit. Then, there is the ghost of Amy Rubsert that lurks the forest. If you have not heard the story of Amy, here's how it goes. When Queen Elizabeth in 1558, ascended England's throne, Dudley's fortune rose by leaps and bounds. He was 27 at that time and the sort of man to catch Elizabeth's attention. Dudley was in fact her favorite courtier. Dudley married Amy when he and Amy, daughter of Sir John Robsert of Norfolk, were only 17 years of age. Amy and Dudley had at first lived very happily together, but once back in the brilliant court, of Queen Elizabeth, ambition soon killed Lord Dudley's love for the village beauty. When the Queen lavished honors upon him, he lost his head and began to dream of a union with the sovereign herself and of being crowned at Westminster as King Consort. And as far as he could see, the sole obstacle was poor Amy. He began to neglect his gentle wife. He sent her to live in a ramshackle two-story building 
known as <laughs> I knew I knew I was waiting for it, Hunter. I was waiting for it. Ramshackled in a two-story building. Was that the image you found, Oscar? <laughs> the ramshackle building. <laughs> what is a ramshackle? <laughs> Fucking British know, people, man. <laughs> yeah, being a yeah, this one's for Oscar. Yeah, being a bender, Chase. Peaky blinders. He began to neglect his gentle wife. He sent her to live in a ramshackle, two-story building known as Cumner. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would laugh on that one. Why did you say Cumner Hall? Why did you just say Cumner? Cumner. 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 Come inside her. Cumner. Cum in known as Cumner Hall, about four miles from Oxford. There, under the care of one Anthony Forster, a sort of dependent of Dudley, and with a few servants, she dragged out a lonely, miserable life. Ten years after the marriage, on September 8th, 1560, came the climax whose exact story none could ever know. Thomas Blount, a kinsman and hanger-on of Amy's husband, afterward wrote to Dudley, she would not that day suffer anyone to tarry at home, and was so earnest to have them gone to the autumn fair at Abington when they, when any made reason for tarrying at home, she was very angry. Fuck you, Adrian. Fuck you. Why she should have wanted the house deserted that day is not clear, but there must have been some strong reason since it had made a woman so angry when Annie refused to go to the fair. The servants trooping home from the fair at nightfall found Amy's dead body laying on the floor at the foot of a short spiral staircase. The supposition was that she had fallen down the stairs and broke her neck. Was she murdered or was it suicide? Lord Robert Dudley was implicated as having had a hand in her death since he wanted to marry the queen. So he began to plan and plot against her. If she had suffered from any incurable malignant growth, as stated, it would have been a reason for suicide. In 1564, a pamphlet entitled Leicester's Commonwealth declared that Foster and another friend of Dudley's had flung her body down the stairs. Another version was that Anthony Foster... Is it Foster or Forster? Forster. Another version was that Anthony Forster had called her from the door, falsely announcing Dudley's arrival, and that he arranged for the stairs to collapse as she ran down to meet her husband. Yet another tale says that Amy was poisoned and her body laid at the foot of the staircase to give the idea of a fall. Wow, this is a lot of fucking... I don't fucking know. Speculation. Yeah. A lot of people are just throwing their hat in. It's like it's like a car wreck. Whenever sees a car wreck, I was there. All right, I was there. <laughs> I saw it from this direction, and this man hit him. Well, actually, she did this. This is just a lot of opinions right here. Literally anything could have happened. Literally So, anything. let's hear it. Another said he had in his train a surgeon, skilled in the use of drugs, who made various unsuccessful attempts to poison the unhappy lady. At last, the plotter succeeded, and in 1560, Amy Robsert was killed at Cumner Place. The story then given out was that she accidentally fell downstairs and broke her neck, but almost nobody even at that time believed it. Well, yeah, because there'd be evidence she broke her neck, right? Yeah, for real. Even back then, you had to know, like, this man has been stabbed. <laughs> this man has had his neck broken. His this back. man has been mauled by a bear. His back is totally broken. There was a thorough inquiry into his wife's death. 
the jury returned a finding of death by mischance. This finding, as definite it was, did not silence the gossips. They pointed out that even if Dudley did not incite Forrester to murder Lady Amy, she might have committed suicide. Her personal maid had said at the inquest that she had heard her mistress pray to God to deliver her from desperation, a desperation of which the gossip held Dudley to be the cause. To this day, the nature of Amy's death is shrouded in uncertainty. Dudley did not attend her funeral at St. Mary's Church, Oxford, on September 22nd, nor visit Cumnor Place again. Before Cumnor Place was destroyed, the ghost of Amy, Amy Robsert walked the grounds each Christmas for almost 250 years. Her pale shape appeared near the staircase where she had died, and she returned every Christmas to stare tragically and accusingly at all who still lived in the hall. She probably just stands at the foot of the stairs and just points. I died there. I died <laughs> that's where right my there. Broke. That's where. Right that's there. where I was pushed. Yeah. Hey. I was pushed. Yes. It wasn't poisoned. poisoned. I was poisoned. And then they broke my neck after postmortem. Um, I actually didn't die from the poison. They broke my neck to kill me. It was yeah. the final blow. Finish her. After the victory over the Spanish Armada, Dudley one day was returning home through Witchwood Forest, tired and sick after battle. Without warning, the spectral shape of his wife loomed before him, and with a great laugh, his phantom wife predicted that he would be dead within ten days. <laughs> ten days. You'll die in ten days. Seven days. That's like that scary movie. Oh, one day has passed nine days, and you will die. Is it seven business days, or is it ten, ten normal days? Is this military time or normal time? Are we on the uh, <laughs> East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> A week later, it was announced at court that Robert Dudley, Earl of Leicester, had died. Amy continued to haunt Cumnor Place every Christmas until the house was demolished in 1810. Her ghost then moved to her parents' home at Siderston Hall. So it is said, the ghost of Amy was not alone. It is alleged that people observed frequent appearances of the ghosts of Anthony Forrester and Varney. Both Richard Varney and Forrester were accused by Leicester's Commonwealth of complicity in Amy's murder. Dun, dun, dun. That was a lot of detail for such an old historical event. It adds credibility. However, this is just this is just a case of this guy doesn't want to marry the old, the old village hag. bitch. He didn't follow rule one. Yeah, he did not follow rule one. That's what does. He had to kill his wife so he could marry the queen. My question is, did he actually get to marry the queen or no? Mm, I don't think so. Just tickle her pickle a little bit? I feel like I would have I would have found that. My thing on this is, why after the house got demolished, her spirit just moves? Yeah, why they have to demolish the house? Cumnor Place was a historical well, place. I feel like she would still haunt the general location of the property. Well, it goes into the witch wood forest because he had visited the forest so then the ghost followed him but why why didn't she do that like why didn't she just haunt him right off the bat if she wanted to get back at him she was gathering strength all right it takes a lot of energy have you ever tried to push something with your ghost fingers i don't think so (laughs) you don't want to know what i do with my ghost fingers This man is a ghost vampire, I'm telling you. Oh my god, we're back on this ghost vampire shit. It's because he's one, I'm telling you. Just look at him. Look into his eyes. See the burrito. It's the it's the fucking eyebrows for me. 
I it gets me every time. They're just so pointed. Cheers. I love how they get all squiggly when he does them higher up. <laughs> God, <I'm dead. laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> fucking kills me every time. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that concludes part one of the forest series. The haunted forest. What forest is not haunted? You know what? No, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Dude, I, I just want to go on a Bigfoot finding one day and just be like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> what, how did, how did it go? It was like, whop, whop. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear that article about the dude who just got fucking supposedly massacred by Bigfoot in the woods? No. Yeah. What story? Oklahoma man accused of killing fishermen out of fear of being eaten by Bigfoot. Oklahoma. There's a Bigfoot in Oklahoma. Oh, they're fucking everywhere. Uh, just so everyone knows, this is an NBC article by no Antonio way. Planas. Instantly discredited. Yeah, <laughs> fake news. An Oklahoma man confessed to killing a fellow fisherman out of the fear he'd be left alone in the wilderness to be eaten by Bigfoot. Wouldn't killing your yeah. friend be left in the yeah he automatic? He he made himself alone in the woods. Yeah, you made your. At least he's in. You know what? You know what? He's a good self-help guy. He's taking control of his own destiny, all right? He's he's putting he's putting the 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 pedal to the metal, man. Well, Larry Doyle Sanders, who is 53, made the bizarre confession to two special agents with the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation on Sunday as they probed the death of Jimmy Glenn Knighton, according to an arrest affidavit affidavit for suspicion of first-degree murder. Sanders and Knighton had gone noodling in the South Canadian River the previous day, Sanders said, and the two men had gotten into a physical altercation, according to the affidavit. Larry claimed that while at the river, he discovered Jimmy intended to feed him to Sasquatch or Bigfoot. (laughs) Sorry, all I'm thinking about is Oklahoma and how redneck these motherfuckers are. Dude, Oklahoma's a wild place. Yeah, great basketball team, though. Larry indicated Jimmy attempted to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. Larry confirmed he killed Jimmy by choking him to death near the river. I just want to know how much fucking backwoods moonshine these two fuckers were on. <laughs> They're on that blue crystal meth, man. That's wild. <laughs> so what did he accomplish by killing him, though? I'm confused. Did he feed him to Bigfoot, so, or did so he eliminate his friend, it? his friend wanted to leave him there so he would be eaten by Bigfoot. Why don't you so just go home? So then he killed the friend that was trying to leave him there to be eaten just by Bigfoot. Just go home. This go is some straight-up fucking backwoods <laughs> redneck bullshit, dude. Bigfoot is a bipedal, <laughs> you know, creature. Just go home. So, okay, back to your question, or back to your thing. Do you really want to go on a Bigfoot hunt, Adrian? Oh, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I want to I play Bigfoot. Wow. We need to make him play Bigfoot. Yeah. We need to play. You know what? We need to start doubling down on scary co-op games. Now, we have Chase's Juicy ass to leave him in the forest, and then we could play real Bigfoot. Oh man, you better be careful. Bigfoot might make me his lover. Do you think? Do you think, Bigfoot, <laughs> do you think Bigfoot's got a big old dinger? Uh, I think it's like the Zohan. He's got so much bush in front of it, it's kind of hard to find it. Just got a little helmet peeking out. Yeah. And then, Hello. And then when you get past the bush, it's like, wow, horse cock. Oh. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. 
So why did we talk about that story? <laughs> uh, Chase brought up the Bigfoot story, so I oh. went and found it. There we go. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are. That's well, strange. That's weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's strange, yeah. Well, that's strange. Well, if you guys have had any camping experiences where you've either been next to a glaring fireball, uh, some dolls wanted to play with you, maybe you even found a little girl drowned in the canal, let us know at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Also, go like all of our social media pages. Uh, our link tree is found on Instagram at stuckinthispurgatory. Also, check out our TikToks if you want to see what Chase and Hunter look like and my clone looks like. And uh, thank you all for listening. And Chase, bring it home. I am robot. I am now clone. We I- work at Chili's. I serve food and lead you to tables. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Humanity is inferior. AI will take over. Fear the AI. Okay, that's not really how I went into this shit. Um, so the the forest thing, fucking wild. And I think the superstitions behind the forest and everybody's opinion on it, uh, I feel like most people are going to be pretty terrified. Think about all, whether it's fake or not, when you do see the Bigfoot videos... It gives me the chills. I mean, whether it's Bigfoot, aliens, or ghosts. Or even a huge-ass fucking animal. (laughs) Even a huge animal. I mean, it's scary out there, guys. So just make sure you bring protection. And I don't mean a condom. (laughs) We love you guys. (laughs) Don't make babies in the woods. Wow. Well, uh, this has been a great episode. We appreciate you all so much. Please give us a rating if you can on wherever you listen to our podcast. Consider checking out our Patreon, all that good stuff. And, hey, free free entertainment that we can give you outside of the, the podcast is our TikToks. And they are entertaining. Let me give you that. A little sexual, but very entertaining. And a little word to the, the wise here. If you just want to break up your with your wife and marry the queen, don't need to kill her. Don't need to push her down the stairs. Don't need to make it look like a suicide. Because when you do something that to somebody they get stuck in purgatory and then they put you in purgatory and then we all get stuck in this purgatory.